Hi there. I'm Sue Alvis from the blog Stories of an Unschooling Family. Welcome to my podcast. This is episode 166. And today I have some stories about geography and history to share with you. How do we share those topics with our unschooling kids? What do we strew? Because of course, those people like us who have had to do record keeping have to think in terms of school subjects. Yes, it's rather unfortunate, but anyway, there are some wonderful ways to introduce geography and history to our unschooled children. And I've got a few stories from from my blog to share with you today. And also, I'm sure along the way, I will have a little bit of news. But first, where have I been? Yes, it's been a long time since I sat down in front of my mic and made a new podcast episode. I think the last episode, episode 165, I think I made that in November 2019. And that was just before summer began for us here in Australia. And now we only have a few days left of summer. We're anticipating the cooler weather of autumn. I did intend to make a Christmas episode. I thought it would be nice to come back and make one last episode for the year, for 2019. But that plan went by the wayside when we encountered the bushfire crisis. Now you might know about our bushfires here in Australia. A lot of my beautiful friends prayed for us and showed us a lot of concern and love as we were enduring those fires. Our particular fire began on the 26th of November and it wasn't put out I think until the 9th of February and I guess the only reason that it was put out in the end was because we have been fortunate enough to have had some proper rain. The first rain in years Yes, we've been experiencing drought conditions. Now, if you read my blog or if you follow me on Instagram, you will know all my bushfire stories. I kept everybody up to date and I wrote, yes, quite a few stories about the experience that we were going through. The fire did impact our village. We did have to evacuate But we are safe. Our home is okay. And I'm not going to revisit all those stories. But if you are interested, you can find those stories on my blog, Stories of an Unschooling Family. I guess the main point is that we endured a crisis. We had a difficult time for quite some weeks, but we came out of it stronger. We learned a lot. We survived. And we did that with the help of a lot of people. First of all, the RFS or the Rural Fire Service, or those wonderful firefighters who fought to save our village. And then we had the support and prayers of friends from all around the world, as I just said. 
And more immediately, we had friends in neighboring areas who put us up when we were evacuated and who phoned us, made sure that we were okay. So that's the bushfire crisis. It's all over for another season and we're heading into autumn. But that distracted me for a while. I couldn't really sit down and record any podcast episodes when my computer was packed away in my evacuation bag. I had my thoughts on other things. And the second reason that I haven't been podcasting is because I've been having a lot of problems with my equipment. The last three episodes of last year took me a long, long time to record and edit. I had a lot of false starts because I had a lot of equipment malfunctions. I had to spend a lot of time Googling my problems and trying things out. And... Well, I tried it again yesterday. I thought maybe I could sort all my problems out. I felt like podcasting, getting going again for another year. And so I sat down and I spent another couple of hours trying to record something. And again, I had a problem. And after a lot of experimenting, I decided that I needed a new mic. So this morning I went out and I bought a new mic. And I'm testing it out right at this moment. And so I'm hoping that this recording will be okay. I'm looking at the screen of my computer and there's a lot of waveforms there and they look a nice size. And I'm just hoping that I'm not going to have to re-record this episode. I hope that I can just do a little bit of editing, get it up online and surprise everybody who... Probably people think that I've given up podcasting, but no, it's something that I'd like to continue doing if I can find enough to talk about. And that was my third problem. What do I say about unschooling when I've been writing about it, speaking about it, making videos about it for many, many years? I think that I have examined unschooling from every available angle. Oh, of course, I've also got my books, haven't I? Curious Unschoolers and Radical Unschool Love. What else is there to do? Well, I've been thinking about maybe sharing some of my blog post stories with you. If you are a regular listener to this podcast, you will have already heard some of my stories from my unschooling books And I have also shared some from the archive of my blog. But I have a lot of blog posts on my blog. And if I dig deep into it, I might be able to come up with some stories that you haven't heard. And I like to put together each week maybe two or three stories that are connected in some way. And today I've chosen three that have the tag history and geography. And I haven't actually shared those in a podcast before. And maybe you haven't discovered them for yourself on my blog. If you have, maybe you will enjoy hearing the stories in a different format. I might make a comment or two as well. And also... This is an idea that I've had. Well, I've been discussing this on Instagram, me coming back to podcasting and what shall I talk about? 
a few of my followers on Instagram stopped by and gave me a few ideas and one thing led to another and I thought what if I ask a question about the topic that I'm discussing on my podcast and maybe if some kind people would like to answer that question either in an email or a blog comment or an Instagram direct message or if you would like to record your answer using your phone and then sending me the mp3 file I could incorporate some uh, listener feedback into my episodes. Now the success of this idea depends on you. If nobody is willing to answer my question and then spend five or ten minutes either writing something or recording something, this idea will come to nothing. So I need some feedback. Is anybody interested? Because I think that if we have some listener feedback, this podcast will be better. It will be richer. It's always lovely to hear other people's ideas and experiences, isn't it? Rather than just sit here and listen to me sharing my experiences. Well, that's an idea anyway, and we'll see if that comes to anything. Now, there's one more thing I want to talk about before I get into today's stories, and that is podcast chapters. Now, recently I've listened to a couple of podcasts that are using chapters. They've divided their podcast episodes up into chapters. And this means that not only can listeners see the time that a topic changes, For example, my first story might start at 12 minutes and 51 seconds, for example. And if you're interested in listening to the first story, you might be able to fast forward to that time. Well, not only can you fast forward yourself, but with chapters, you can automatically go to that point in the podcast just by clicking onto the chapter. So I was thinking that if I used podcast chapters and blog post stories, my podcast episodes would be a little bit like audiobooks. If you would like to listen to particular stories, you can, and it'll be very easy for you to find them. If you're not interested in my news section or my intro, you don't have to listen to them. So we will see whether I can work out how to do podcast chapters. I haven't actually tried it yet because I haven't got a podcast episode to experiment on. That will come in the editing phase of this file. So I'm not going to promise that this episode will have chapters because maybe it will take me a while to work out how to do it. But eventually... I hope to have podcast chapters. So what do you think of that idea? Together with the stories, maybe it will give a new dimension to my Stories of an Unschooling Family podcast. At least that's what I hope will happen. So today's stories. The first story is called Unschooling Sausages, which might sound like a rather unusual title for an unschooling post. 
as you are listening, you will discover that this story is one that's more than just about history and geography. There's some unschooling ideas in there as well. But also, there's some resources that you might be interested in following up. So I shall see if I can put links in the show notes to those resources that I mention. So I'm going to start the story. And if anything occurs to me as I'm reading it, I will make a comment afterwards. Unschooling Sausages I want to write a post for my unschooling blog, I say, but I don't know what to write about. You could play the writing game, suggests Sophie. I'll give you a word and then you can write a post about it. Okay, I agree. Sounds good. What's my word? Sausage. Sausage? I think about this for a moment and then ask, what's a sausage got to do with unschooling? Sophie shrugs her shoulders. She has no idea, so I Google the words unschooling sausage. I find a blog called Educating Sausages. Hello, Lucy. And I discover unschoolers have lots of sausage sizzles. Sausage sizzles. Unschoolers. No, that's not very interesting. I have to find another connection between the two words. Imogen, tell me something about sausages, I say, hoping she'll have an idea that will lead to a story. We eat a lot of sausages. She's right. We found a butcher that sells gourmet sausages. Some sausages have cracked pepper in them. Others have bacon, and there are even some chicken ones with feta cheese and rocket. They are delicious. Every Saturday evening is sausage night. Sometimes we eat sausages during the week too. We love sausages. It's our favourite meal at the moment. At the moment? Yes, it hasn't always been that way. Not so long ago, we ate lots of homemade pizza, the kind that has pita bread as a base. Oh, those pizzas were delicious too. And we once had a hamburger phase, thick patties in soft buns with all the extras such as beetroot and cheese and salad greens. And during winter, we couldn't get enough zucchini and leek soup. I suppose sausages won't always be our favourite meal. Something else will come along, tempt our taste buds, and then become the new flavour of the moment. Unschooling's a bit like that. At least it is in our home. Not so long ago, we couldn't get enough of Shakespeare. We watched one play after another. We even watched multiple versions of a single play. I lost count of the number of times we watched Hamlet. Then suddenly, we'd had our fill of Shakespeare. He was replaced by Jane Austen. We watched three different miniseries productions of Pride and Prejudice. And then every other Austen movie adaptation we could find. And then one day, we moved on. To the BBC farm programs. 
we've worked our way through the Tudor Monastery Farm series. Next, we're going to watch the Wartime Farm episodes. And if we can afford to buy the DVDs, we'd like to watch the Victorian and Edwardian farms too. It's not just our viewing which changes over time. Other things go in and out of fashion too. The girls were doing a lot of sewing a few months back. They couldn't make dolls and monsters fast enough. Now they're crocheting. We haven't recited any poetry recently, but we've been speaking out loud as we've been making podcasts. No one has done a lot of drawing in recent weeks, but our blogs have been redesigned and hundreds of photographs have been taken. There are so many interesting things to do. The menu of life is endless. We couldn't possibly do everything all the time. There just aren't enough hours in a day or a week or even a term. But that's okay. It's nice to concentrate on a few things at a time and then have a change, isn't it? And we can always return to a former favourite activity and continue where we left off. Suddenly I feel like returning to Shakespeare and pizza. Yes, my mouth is watering at the thought of crispy bacon, pineapple and cheese pizza slices. Perhaps our sausage phase is nearly over. Just like my unschooling sausage story. The end. And that's my story. I tagged that one history and geography because I mentioned some of the resources that covered those topics, the farm series, but that story could easily have been an English one too, because it has the tags English, because I mentioned Jane Austen and Shakespeare, and I mentioned the writing game. It was a game that Gemma Rose and I used to play to get writing ideas. There's a blog post about that. There's probably an unschooling tag as well because I talked about how unschooling works. We don't necessarily do everything all the time. Things come and go. But overall, things balance out beautifully. We might not do much English for a while. We might be immersed in history and geography or maybe art. And then one day we feel like a change. That's how unschooling has worked for us. Maybe people worry a little bit, especially when we have to keep homeschooling records. What are we going to put in our notebooks for English if we're not doing any? But over time, we have a lot of notes for each of the topics that we're required to keep records about. It all works out. So that's unschooling sausages and some additional thoughts about it. My next story is called How Light Can Turn Into Deep and Serious. Now, my first story was written quite a few years ago when my children were much younger. But this story, the next one, the light and deep one, was only written in June of last year. A more current story. So I shall read it. How light can turn into deep and serious. 
I love Sunday mornings. We usually go to 7.30am mass and then when we get home we have a leisurely breakfast in the family room. While we're eating toast and Nutella and porridge and syrup we talk. What's the latest royal news dad? Someone always asks. Andy grabs his phone and does some googling and then he entertains us with the latest royal gossip. The goings-on in the royal family is our fun topic. It looks like Meghan Markle really did have a baby. So much for the conspiracy theories. What's the baby's name? Archie Harrison. Archie? Short for Archibald? No, It's just Archie. Harrison? After Harrison Ford? No, after Prince Harry. You know, Harry's son. Oh. Our conversation is usually light, but sometimes one thing leads to another and we find ourselves in a deep discussion. Can a British monarch marry a Catholic? Is the monarchy outdated? Are there any benefits from being part of the Commonwealth? Should Australia become a republic? Should a monarch place her duty to her country and God ahead of her duty to her family? Should we? Talking of royalty, the other week Gemma Rose and I watched an interesting documentary, The King in the Car Park, about King Richard III. Did you hear how his body was discovered under a car park about four years ago? We were familiar with Richard III because we watched a couple of versions of the Shakespeare play about this king. Like many people, we wondered if Shakespeare portrayed Richard correctly, or did he do him a disservice? Perhaps the king wasn't as bad as Shakespeare made out. Shakespeare did get one thing right. Richard III did have a severe curvature of the spine. There are lots of videos on YouTube about Richard III and the discovery of his body, if you're interested, and Jim Rose and I would recommend The Hollow Crown, which is a collection of Shakespeare's historical plays, including Richard III. Benedict Cumberbatch's portrayal of the king is excellent. It seems that lots of people have a royal fascination because there are numerous movies and series about kings and queens. One series I've enjoyed very much is The Crown, which is about Queen Elizabeth II. After watching one of the episodes, we had an interesting discussion about education and the value, or not, of toughening up kids by sending them to schools that practice strict discipline. But back to our Sunday morning breakfasts. As you can see, our light and fluffy conversations sometimes turn into deep and serious discussions. But if they don't, it doesn't matter. Fun and trivial things can make us smile. And smiling together as a family is important, isn't it? And mobile phones aren't always a distraction. They don't always get in the way of family relationships. Sometimes they can bring us together. Did you hear that the Queen has announced her successor? Can the Queen choose who succeeds her? 
I thought the next person in line always inherits the throne. Andy grabs his phone. I'll do some Googling and find out more. So I finished that blog story with these questions. Does your family have a favourite fun topic you like to chat about? Do you ever read the royal gossip? And what do you think about Shakespeare? Are you fans like us? So I guess that story could also have been included in a podcast episode about English because I did mention English again quite a few times, mostly about Shakespeare, The Hollow Crown. It is a wonderful series. So I would recommend that. Yes, Gemma Rose and I enjoyed watching those productions. I suppose the other point that the story makes is that... Even when we're just enjoying ourselves, we're not even thinking in terms of education. We're learning. We're learning a lot. Sometimes just relaxing with our families and concentrating on having a good time together does lead to some wonderful conversations, some further research. And afterwards, if you have to keep homeschooling records, you will have lots to put in your notebook. Oh yes, there was also that point about toughening up kids by sending them to schools that practice strict discipline. A lot of people do this with homeschooling as well. Maybe some parents feel they should practice this style of parenting, toughen our kids up for the world. But I I don't think that that's necessary. Maybe in future podcast episodes, I will share my children's experiences of going out into the world and encountering people who don't practice respect and acceptance and all the things that they are used to experiencing within the family circle. How do they deal with the world? The world isn't a very friendly place sometimes. So do we toughen up our kids, make them like everybody else? Or are there ways of dealing with people in the world that don't treat them very fairly? Yes, That's a topic for another day, because now I want to get on to my third and final story. This story is called Watching History As It Happened, and I wrote this one in July 2013, nearly seven years ago, but I still think it is very relevant. So here we go. Watching history as it happened. Where were you the day Neil Armstrong walked on the moon? I am guessing a lot of people reading this weren't even born then. But I was. I was a young primary school student at the time. Recently, the girls and I were watching the DVD series, A Space Odyssey, Voyage to the Planets. It is a fascinating docudrama telling the story of what could happen in the future if humans ever develop the technology which will allow us to travel through the solar system to visit other planets. After we finished the last episode, one thing led to another and I found myself saying, I remember the day Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. The girls opened their eyes wide and said with excitement, Really? 
Wow! Actually, that particular day didn't seem all that exciting to me. I guess I was too young to appreciate the significance of the first human footstep on the moon. I do remember school was cancelled. We'd been given a holiday so we could stay home and watch the big event on TV. I wandered up the road to a neighbour's house where there were quite a few people gathered. Someone turned the big dial on the box-shaped TV. There was a flickering of light and a hissing noise and the round-edged screen came to life in all its glorious black and white. I don't remember much else. Was I too busy playing with my friends? It must have been exciting watching Neil Armstrong, Mum. What happened? My children asked me. I don't remember, I admitted. Then I had an idea. Let's go to YouTube and find out. So we all settled in a line along the sofa, and soon we were watching Neil Armstrong's first steps on the moon, accompanied by those famous words. This is one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. Don't you love YouTube? We can go back in time and watch events in history and experience the excitement, the drama, the horror, the humour, just as if we were actually present at those times. So we saw the first landing on the moon. We've also watched videos of Adolf Hitler, Helen Keller, Queen Elizabeth's coronation, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow reading his own poems, Benjamin Britten discussing music, the Titanic and the survivors, the 1957 floods in Holland. The list is endless. If some event or person belongs to modern history, there's a good chance you'll find the event or those people on YouTube. Of course, we read reports and stories about events and people in history, but there's nothing quite like seeing the real thing. As you can see, I didn't pay much attention to the first broadcast of the first human step on the moon, and I wasn't able to watch a replay later in the day. Although my children find this hard to believe, we didn't have video or DVD recorders when I was a child. I lost my chance of witnessing a momentous day in the history of humankind. Except I didn't lose that chance forever. Here I am, watching Neil Armstrong on YouTube, as if he walked on the moon only minutes ago, instead of many years. And yes, I can even watch it over and over again. YouTube. Does anyone else watch history as it happened? And then I added a note, the DVD series, A Space Odyssey, Voyage to the Planets, is known in the USA as Voyage to the Planets and Beyond. Yes, sometimes books and video series have different names in different parts of the world. But that was a really interesting series and we've also got the accompanying book. Lots and lots of good pictures.
So that's history as it happened. Fairly recently, Gemma Rose and I had a space adventure. We watched a number of movies and miniseries about voyages into space, some of the Apollo ones, and we read a few books including The Martian and The War of the Worlds. Yet one thing led to another. I keep thinking that I might put together a blog post with all the resources of that unschooling space adventure. So that's one thing that I might do. But I will add the resources that I talked about today, such as that um, space DVD series. I'll add them to the show notes. So those were my three stories. I could ask you that question, where were you on the day that Neil Armstrong took the first step on the moon? But I am guessing, as I said in that blog post, that you weren't even alive at that time. So I'm showing my age and I. Now, as I said, I'm going to have a question or two for each podcast that I'm hoping people will respond to. Maybe today's question can be a general question. What do you think of my new podcast idea? Will you listen if I make further episodes just like this one? And what do you think about their podcast chapter idea? So I guess that's the next thing that I'm going to be doing. Some research on how to change this file, which I hope is a good file, into chapters. What I'm hoping to do is to sit down with my planning notebook and rough out some episodes for the coming weeks. Work out which stories I want to put together so that I have a range of episodes covering a range of unschooling topics. And if I do this, I am more likely to sit down each week, get my mic out and make a new episode. I'll know what I'm doing so that when I do get some spare time, all I've got to do is connect everything up, sit down and start talking. Well, that's the idea anyway. I would like to become a little bit more consistent. I will feel very encouraged to keep on going if I do get some feedback. And you can leave that feedback for me either on Instagram or my blog Maybe I will put a contact link on my blog so that if you would like to leave me some feedback but not as a comment, then you can do that. But please, if you leave feedback and you don't mind me sharing it on this podcast, please let me know. If you would like to record something on your phone, something that takes two or three minutes maybe, that would be fantastic. I could incorporate short mp3 files into the bigger podcast episode file with no problem whatsoever i've done that before so i guess all i've got left to do is to invite you to go to my blog stories of an unschooling family you can also find me on instagram at stories of an unschooling family You can find my unschooling books, Curious Unschoolers and Radical Unschool Love on Amazon. There are print and Kindle versions of both books. Now I've got something a little bit different. I have changed my tagline. 
I've always finished this podcast off with the words trust, respect and love unconditionally. And I love that tagline, but sometimes a change is good. So I'm going to end this podcast episode slightly different. So thank you for listening to this episode, episode 166. And now don't forget to go out there and live a radical life of unconditional love.